No one knows what it's like to be a Cats fan. 27% possession. Podcast FC. And no one knows what it's like to do a podcast when no one listens. Podcast FC. What the fuck? This motherfucking shit. It's only for new customers. Oh, yeah. It says it right on the coupon, man. Where? Right? It says it right on there. It doesn't. Yes, it does. Right on the back. It just says take the first bite. Oh, no. Here. I'll show you. It says it right on there. Valid for... Oh, for new customers. (laughs) God damn it. Well, no, the podcast has started when John finally sets himself up for optimal audio, which he's not done. What? Do you want me to lay down in front of the mic or no. what? No. No, I don't. Like, I can sit on the floor if you want, but then no, that's not sound too good. That's... I don't know why you would go directly to... I want to lay down on the floor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podcaps. My name is Chris James. I am the main host of Podcaps. I'm the reason that it doesn't happen anymore. Um... Because the truth of it is, I have the microphone, I have the access to the SoundCloud, and I could and have before recorded by myself, but I've chosen not to uh, because of things that are none of your fucking business. And then I have this guy who is with me, and at one point I fired him, and then he kept coming on as a guest, and he got involved in the, had a relationship of some kind, friendship with Wehi before he passed away from autoerotic asphyxiation. And so then he got it. Don't talk yet. I haven't introduced you. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm going to cut that out. Why? Stop it. I'm, every time you talk, I have to cut it out. Stop it. Why? Stop it. Okay. So um, he got himself back on the podcast by uh, getting a relationship with Wehide. Now, <clears throat> that's not actually what happened at all. I got back on the podcast because you uh, got evicted from your home and pawned our microphone. And I bought the microphone back out of being pawned oh yeah i remember that now what when was the time when you taught uh wehigh about autoerotic asphyxiation and how teach him about that how good it feels or was that you were saying that to me no you're saying it's worth it i said what about the risk you say it's fucking worth it i didn't say that so that's john cullen everybody my co-host hey thanks for being here thanks for being here it's my house i meant the people listening Oh, nobody listens. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so we a few people have said they want they want us to do an episode because the Whitecaps are so bad. But that's them playing a prank on us. They're doing a joke oh, on okay. us where they say, "Hey, that's you, a good bit actually." It is very funny to say, "Hey, record another podcast," and then they don't listen. Right. Yeah, that's actually really good because this is like our time. You know, we're like giving our well, time to this. Time though, have you been reading Kanye West's stuff? Uh, it's a lot to take in. He's been he's talking a lot to Scott Adams and Scott Adams and I've actually had many interactions with Scott Adams online and been blocked uh, on three separate accounts by Scott Adams. So, creator of Dilbert, yes, and Dogbert. That's also a little known fact. He also created Dogbert. What the fuck is Dogbert? It's wow. I guess you're a big fan. Um, so uh, yeah, a few people did say that they wanted us to record because of how uh, how the uh, franchise seems to be in shambles. Is that a good way to? I think that's the way of. Yeah, actually, I think I, I, I let me read a tweet here because Phil Arsenault, I think, put it best. 
today, just today actually, you said I've been, uh, I've been mainlining away from the numbness since you've been gone. It's been helpful, but what I really need is a podcap suppository. So, so he, he wants, wants to, to he wants to stick some uh, stick us up his ass. Yeah, he wants us to put. Podcasts. Is that what he's saying? Is that what a suppository is? Yeah, yeah, that's when you put it in your in your ass. Okay, well, Phil. Oh wow, did you guys see this? Uh, oh no, never mind. Sorry, I thought oh. was, I thought Graham the writer was talking about us, but he wasn't. He was talking about the Whitecaps FC account. So that's yeah, that's a big because he said I I quit following them a long time ago. Complete inane dribble. I feel smarter reading Kardashian tweets, and I thought he was talking about at Podcaps FC, and well, I was about to ban his ass. The good thing is that you did in your excitement and overzealousness, you managed to clip the microphone for absolutely no reason whatsoever because it turns out you're wrong. So that's good. So welcome back everyone to John doesn't know how to, any mic technique. Uh, so it's not my fault that you put the mic way closer to you. The white, well, that's because pe- I'm the main host and people want to hear my opinions more. And I also do bring your levels down in post. I don't know if you've ever listened, but I bring them sometimes down. No, I don't down. listen either. Yeah. Why I know. I? I actually know that because no, literally nobody listens. So that's what I'm saying. The, uh, the podcast uh, has gone on a hiatus and who knows if it'll return again. It will probably just be sporadic. Uh, mostly I'm going to use the Twitter account to uh, let out my frustrations and tweet at the Whitecaps about how they're shit and their social media is their shit. Their social media is has got to be honestly one of the worst in pro sports. It is. It's a uh, disgrace. As I said, it's the worst in the MLS. Quite possibly the worst in the world. The worst. Quite possibly the worst Twitter account. It Maybe, is so bad. I think the worst Twitter account is probably at Norm. Yeah, that's very. It's bad. probably the worst Twitter account. Donald in, Trump's. I mean, that's. Wow, that guy. He's an effing Cheeto. Big, you know, Kofifi and Chief, right? Yeah. But we shouldn't get too political. No. Um, on the podcast, uh, but yeah, the second worst. Uh, Twitter account, in my opinion, it's at Norm and then at Whitecaps FC. It's so like, what professional sports team retweets like positive, like oh good try guys messages from their fans? Like, that's pa- insane. It's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. It's truly pathetic. I I retweeted it, it right. I like yeah. retweeted it and oh. said that it's one of the saddest things. It was. It's so fucking pathetic. Yeah. I can't believe they haven't blocked us to be honest because. We just shit on them all the time. I think they muted us probably a long time ago. Yeah. We'd be, we'd oh, that's actually, yeah. That's yeah, probably I, a good I would call. imagine they muted us because, oh, they they responded one time to something I said. Because I guess that's true. They wouldn't want us to, they wouldn't want to give us the blocked screenshot. So they probably just mute. But then that means we can say whatever the fuck we want about them and they don't hear well, it. Well, I, I do. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do. I would say. I I'm, guess if we want to get retweeted by them, what we could do is when they lose again, we could send that type of message. Like, you know, and just like people, so people who know us would know it's a joke like we could say something yeah, like yeah. oh effie juarez probably the best signing we've ever had yeah like, you know, like hey effie's gonna come back say like i heard that he, he has an issue with his mouth because he's been eating too much ass and it's <laughs> an infection he has and i think he's gonna come back gonna because come i think back. if if i know anything about this particular infection and i do then i will say that it only really come sticks around for about three to four oh wait we have a character limit this is probably past the character yeah it's limit. over 280 now Anyways, but yeah, that's, that's a good we idea. We can just link them to the Wikipedia for the condition. Yes. That'd save us some time in the explanation part of it. And then um, just say, hey, yeah, Effie, like, hey, great try, Effie. You know, we're, we we're behind him all the way. We, we understand that. And, it, and one of the symptoms of this mouth disorder that you get exclusively from eating ass, analingus is a, is a medical term for it. Uh, one of the symptoms is that you act like a complete fucking moron. Yes. Um, and you uh, get yourself... <laughs> 
somehow sent off if in a melee that you really don't have anything to do with and yeah. and, a, and a situation where our, our players already taken a red card for throwing that particular player to the ground yeah that's right and then you come in and you put your hands to their in face, face yeah. wait a second he maybe thought the guy he thought to himself you know it was probably something to do with he was trying to put his hand up in his mouth contagious exactly yeah so he that's actually to... not too bad but also one of the side effects of this is having a Man bun, but still a middle part. Somehow. It's not he's great. It's just not great. Real, he's just an awful, awful Yeah, he's been dude. fucking horrible. Oh, I was saying he was bad looking, but yeah, he's also been... He is, a, oh, of course. I'll horrible say one thing. Person. I will say one thing. Okay. I saw Effie Juarez in Yale Town. I might have said it on the podcast before we stopped doing it. But I I ran no, in, I don't think so. I oh, think no. it was after. It was after. Yeah. So... I ran into Effie Juarez, uh, actually the game that he didn't travel with the team. Oh, that's right. So one of the... The one we won. Of course. Yeah, Columbus, because he wasn't there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And I saw him, and he was with his young child. Okay. And I'll say, in person, he was not so ugly. Interesting. He was not strikingly ugly. You wouldn't look at him and go like, ugh. Like when you see him on on TV, you're like, Yeah, he really looks ugly in his photo and stuff, but he just doesn't photograph well at all. Right. Uh, I think he's not he's not like handsome no but but he's not not gas yeah you would never look at him in person and be like ah like he still kind of looks like a professional you know anyways though the the bottom line is he but you were saying you were saying a good thing though so you didn't really finish the good part you just said you saw him yeah he wasn't bad as bad looking was that the good thing that was the good thing oh okay I thought it was because you said you you said hi to him and he was nice right yeah he was nice but he sucks shit if I if I if I saw him now yeah yeah this is before he I was spitting his face yeah and that's and that's fine right I mean it's not it's not an overreaction to he's he's played for Mexican clubs forever there's no (laughs) chance he's not been spat in the face of you know to see a guy on the street who's playing for a team that you cheer for and he's with his daughter and you spit in his face because he's not playing up to your expectations that's casual yeah it's not like you murdered the guy well it's not a two Escobar situation hey, hey not yet well well, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important that you probably clear that up. And I say, well, barge him at worst. Yeah, definitely barge he, him. Can you go... Now, the, the problem I, I think we might have is if we barge Effie, they'll probably give him a job. Just like based on what he looks like. They'll be like, oh, this guy looks like a longshoreman. You're, right. You're right. They'll give him a paddle and they'll be like, this guy's on the crew. Yeah, but that would be fine. He would be off the team. I guess that's true, yeah. So I think we need to definitely barge Effie. He's, he's shit. And did I not, by the way, anyone who listens to the podcast knows who said he was shit right off the bat. You did say it. I don't know if you said it on the show or if you just said it in the breakfast. Oh, moment. I said it on the show. Did you? Okay. Oh, I definitely said it on the show because okay. I talked about it in FIFA The Journey. That's right, because you were talking about how, yeah, how he sucked in FIFA. So you were like... Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Effie Juarez barged, got to go. Uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised with how Russell Tybert's been playing. He's been good. He's been playing well, and in, in, you wouldn't in his think time. when you're like 26, you all of a sudden get good at like the thing you've been well, doing your whole life. But I, I don't know what the adjustment he's made, but he he's distributing the ball well, working really hard. And he's always worked hard. You can always give him that. Yeah, you're but right. His, but his distributing was bad. His tackling's always been okay. Yeah, but, but he's the just, distribution he, was a problem. But now, yeah, he looks pretty solid. Yeah, he looks good, and uh, I. I could definitely see him, especially with Fuarez playing, um, you know, Bardsworthy football. Uh, you know, I could see him sliding in and playing with uh, Ali Gazal. Uh, you know, when we're playing with two holding midfielders. Yeah, uh, which I don't think that'll be. happen because of who the manager of our team is, and he was the one who signed Fuarez. So I feel like 
You think Effiwara is going to continue to get minutes? Oh, I think he's going to continue to get minutes, of course. He was, like, one of the guys that they, like, really touted in the offseason. Like, I mean, he's been noticeably guy. bad. They're I mean, going to give that, him... that game as a right back, that was oh. an abomination. I mean, that, that first goal that Johnny Russell scored, oh. I mean... He, and, and, he, and he just gets walked around yeah. on the... Or on second the, goal. Yeah, second, second goal. That's the one you're yeah, talking about. Right. Yeah, he just walks around him like he's not there. Oh. I mean, he, he gives him the inside. Horrific. It's horrible defending. And, and, and apparently, you have to think, like, and, and Robbo's, like... Tactical. That was tactical. Yeah, Nowitzki's not. He's totally fit. He's totally fit. Yeah, it was. It, Carl thought that Jake wasn't playing well, so he put Effie at right back, and that was his tactical maneuver that he made. Yep, was to p- play. And then Effie basically was responsible. Like, was the worst fully player on the field for one goal. Worst player on the field, and then got sent off in the twenty fifth minute. Or so whatever. worst player on the field, and then got sent off before the half. And that's the tactical decision making of our of our of our the magician. Carl Robinson. He's Carl says, "You know right? what? I'm going to take. I'm taking a look at this fixture, and I'm going to use my brilliant football mind to say, you know, take Jake out and put in Effie. That's going to make the difference. And was he ever right? I mean, it did make the difference. Fine lines. Fine, fucking lines. Fine lines. That was he, the difference between winning and losing. He really said that. He said that after we lost six nil, yeah, and gave up." Uh, I think it was 37 shot attempts. 31, 31. I think. Or 32, maybe. But I could be wrong, but I, that's what I thought I saw. It was in the 30s. Fine, Truly Fine lines, though. You know, there is fine lines. Because, hey, even us talking about right now, was it 31? Was it 32? Fine lines. You're right. No, was you're it right. 37? I mean... Fine lines. It's a bit of a thicker line than the one between 31 and 32, but still fine lines. Pretty fine lines, yeah. really. And then, hey, think about that. We easily could have just got one car- red card on that play. That's fine yeah, lines. that's true. If we only got one... And, I mean, Jordy could have scored... 6-1. 6-1. Fine lines. Fine lines. And that's very fine lines between a 6-0 and a 6-1. Yeah, absolutely. it's almost the same between 32 shot attempts and 37. Five, so I definitely five. see what Robbo's saying here. He's definitely yeah. not an absolute fucking goon uh, piece of shit who should be sent out on a barge with his entire family onto the middle of nowhere. Uh, he's definitely doing a good job, and we're really, uh, really excited just, for him to be the manager for ten more seasons, so that we can literally never play attacking football. Thing, so we can never watch entertaining games. So that uh, when we do watch an entertaining game, it feels like a fucking like some sort of Christmas gift because it only happens one out of every seven matches. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't really want. Uh, to be able to bring friends out to the Whitecaps uh, game no. and have them watch something entertaining. Um, no, I, I want to continue that. to bring people out and and have them look over at me about 30, 35 minutes into the match as if to say, is something going to happen? Yeah, and then yeah. me to say no. And then later on in the match for us to maybe go grab a hot dog and then the hot dogs aren't really that great. And they say, has anything happened yet? And I say, no, no, no. And they say, I don't think I'm going to come out anymore. So yeah. anyways. Yeah, and like you would say, like whether or not you keep that friendship, I mean, fine lines. Fine Fine lines. I mean, that's you bring you bring your, you bring friend, your friend to the white to the white caps game, and is, is that going to be your friend anymore? Fine, fine lines. lines. I mean, that's what what can you say? You know, that's I a just fucking good. Point. What I can't get over is like I just think that he does not know how to coach a team that doesn't play that formation and that style. Like he does not know how to coach uh, like an attack minded different formation like it's just mind-blowing to me and i like what you were saying like we were talking about this with the breakfast club this week like how many home games are entertaining 
Like, just entertaining. Like, not even that we win or lose, but just like, hey, I went to that game, I had a good time. How many are entertaining? One out of every six or seven? I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a pretty fucking shitty return on investment. I mean, that's my whole... And that and that's why I've said that... Um, I've said it in the chat that I am at the point now where I will take a, a bad season. I will take us losing games and I'll go up there and I'll watch every single loss and, and I'd rather have that at this point than us eco every, a 1-0 every now and then make it, you know, in it's the fifth or sixth seed and lose in the first or second round of the playoffs yeah. playing garbage, awful football that's not fun to watch. I, I want us to lose enough that they have to get rid of Robinson and they can bring in a new manager and we can at least watch something that, that that's that's uh, when we're losing. If we're losing, that it has some entertainment value to it. Because that fucking L.A. game, oh and my like God. I mean, these are games where you you, you know some people. That's our I mean, Friday night. Yeah, you know, you're going out on a Friday night. Totally, and it's like awful. Like sets it, sets a tone for it. I mean, you're you're spending a significant amount of money to to go out there and to watch something that has zero entertainment. And then and then the thing about it is, okay, the thing about it is, if if. I think I would be more forgiving and I would be more understanding. I don't know, but I think I would if they showed any fucking passion or any fucking indication from the front office or the manager or anybody that they want to fucking win, that they want to, to compete and to be a team that wins a championship that, 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 you know, Felipe said, you know, this is embarrassing. And, and he was in an interview, he said, this is embarrassing, we need to be better, you know, if you can't come out and do this. And he showed, Robinson doesn't say shit like that. No, he says fine lines. Fine lines. It's all fine lines. Like, show that you're fucking pissed off. That Every now and then, hey, you know, it's not good enough. He's, he's ne- he shows zero passion. The front office, they, they never even, they, you know, we're 100% behind Robinson. Oh, yeah. 100%, you know, we're perfectly fine with how things are going. That's not what the fans want to hear no. when they're out there watching shitty football matches every fucking week. When I said that to you this week, I said that, like, when Leonard Doozy gets asked about Robinson, like, after the year we missed the playoffs, after last year when we, when we were down going into the second leg in Seattle and had zero shot attempts, when he gets asked these questions, he answers them like, you must be a fucking moron for even asking me this. Yeah. Like, that's how he answers it. He's like, like, what? We haven't even considered getting rid of Rob. You gotta be, what? We would never even think. Like, he and answers that's... it like, you, you've got to be so stupid for asking me that question. When it's like a completely relevant question, of given course. how fucking shitty and garbage the team is. Like, it's just. The idea that you, oh, would, be, so that you would be perfectly happy and content with what the manager's done shows that you don't have any uh, desire to be a winning franchise. No. If, if, I mean, it's one thing, you, obviously, we've talked about, you can't really say we're gonna we're thinking about firing the manager no, unless unless you you do it and then you do it yeah because because if you end yeah, up yeah you can't doing be like oh well you know we have we have talked about it. you got some confidence but you're right the way he answers it is over and above yeah. like he's like exactly like of course we're not gonna fire him and that's a crazy attitude to have because you should be at least considering it when things like this happen. Of you know, course. we have a run of games like this, but but it's not it's not the form because he'll get results. 
he'll he'll get results with his with his style of play. He'll get road results. He'll eke out you know draws and and get the odd victory, especially when Kai Kamara comes back. Kamara will get some goals. Davies an absolute star who's been wonderful yeah. in every game and then every gets game. moved back to left back. Yeah, it's, so that he can not attack anymore. Yeah. I left a, a voicemail message on Bob Leonard Doozy's voicemail just saying, hey, can you pass on to your friend Carl? That just because you bring on an attacking player for a defensive player, it doesn't make it a smart offensive move when you're losing if you take your best attacking player and move him to left back to a position where he's not attacking anymore. That's not just because you're bringing on Breck for Marcel de Jong, just because it's an attacking player for a defensive player, you can actually stymie your attack by doing something like that because you're taking your best offensive player and putting him in a position where he doesn't get to run at defenders anymore. It's fucking insane. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. And it's also absolutely insane that he says fine lines. I've said that. Is it does he have some sort of something wrong in his fucking head? Because he knows that it pisses people off. He knows he would have that, to know it. Of course, point. people talk about it all the time. Yeah. It's it's constantly. I think are the the people who do the journalists who cover the team suck shit. And if you're if you listen to this and you're a journalist that that covers a team, you 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 suck shit at asking <laughs> Carl Robinson questions because no one's ever asked him. And maybe I'm wrong, and I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, then I apologize. But I've not heard anyone ask him about moving uh, Davies to left back. No, they don't. I don't think they never. Have. And and I wish people would uh, you know I want to I want to watch the 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 new one but I saw Russell Beresford tweeted something out uh, saying somebody asked or is it is it time to stop put the pedal or slow down on the entertainment I think they were referring to that crazy game with all the crazy stuff right. happening but Russell Beresford was saying you know this is satire to the max like. We don't have any entertainment. Yeah, it's terrible. But I never see any good questions. I never see any. It's like they're afraid or they have some directive where they're not allowed to ask questions yeah, that hold the, the, their feet to the fire. But it's either not? that or maybe that they have asked the tough questions in the past and Robbo just spits out and then they're just like, who cares anymore? You know, like, but that's their job. Like say, but that's their job. No, I know. I understand. So, so why? So if please tweet at us. If, if you're a, I know there's some of the journalists that like follow our account and that possibly listen to this. Is there some explanation as to why? Well, you did just tell them they're all shitty. So they might not help us out now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're not all shit. <laughs> you don't all suck. I was just all frustrated. I'm all mad and all it angry. Is. And I want I want to get some I want somebody to, to say to him. Carl, why why don't you try to play a different style of football? Yeah. Why don't why don't you try it? Okay, well you're 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 a Man United fan. Yeah. What would have happened? Manchester United FA Cup minute coming up by the way. What, we can get a little happy. What uh, <laughs> what would what would have happened in Manchester if Alex Ferguson Sir Alex Ferguson Sir Alex Ferguson Jesus Christ Anyone but, deserves it. Greatest manager in the history of football. Sure, but... Okay. You're like, if anyone deserves the, the title, world. sir, yeah. it's a guy who coaches soccer. I mean, um, I meant in within football. Okay, gotcha. Not <laughs> so like, like he's I the mean... most deserving <laughs> knight that's ever been. Oh, we're clipping the mic too much. We're, it's because we're so fired We're up. so fired up. Um, yeah, but okay. could you imagine... Okay, imagine this scenario. Imagine there's man, no Robbo. Oh, man, that'd be great. <laughs> it's easy if you try. It's Leonard Doozy gone also. Yeah. Put them in a, on a barge until they die. <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's, no, that's good. Yeah, that was good. Um, they, uh, imagine, though, 
Man United. No, sorry. Man sorry. United's losing. Yeah. Huh. He takes Paul Scholes. Yeah. And puts him at left back. Well, I mean, it would be the equivalent of him taking because Giggsy. It would be the equivalent of Giggsy because Giggsy was a winger and uh, Scholes. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I was just thinking of like a very creative attacking. Yeah, it would, play. But it would be literally like Giggsy in a in a in a match, and they're losing. And they're and, losing, and they're losing, and they bring bring off the left back and put Giggsy. I mean, yeah, we're gonna take off Ashley Cole. He, first off, gonna, he would never do that because no, he would never do that. He was the greatest, an and Ashley Cole never fucking played for Manchester United. He played for uh, Chelsea. Or sorry, um, Wait, who was yeah. the guy before Evra? I guess it was Phil Neville was left back. Yeah. And Evra would be the, yeah, but because um, I was I, just thinking, Evra and Giggs wouldn't have really played at the same time. Yeah, a little. Oh longer, yeah, yeah. Giggs he played so long. He played so long. He played yeah. twenty years. Uh, well, crazy. I'm thinking about like prime Giggs, like like when they won the Champions League in like the late. Yeah, I think that was Neville playing Neville. Left back. Yeah. Okay. So imagine that he takes yeah. off Phil Neville to bring on Solshire, and, and then takes... and then he puts Giggs at left back. Yeah, it would never happen. That would never. Happen. <laughs> that would never. I don't understand why he keeps doing it and why he thinks that it's... It's not... And he's not... Okay, last year, he fucked Davies' development. Like, he wouldn't play him, he wouldn't start him, he wouldn't even bring him in off the bench, and he was our most exciting player even last year. This year, he is clearly one of the best players in MLS. He's our best player, for sure. He's our best player, for sure. He's the best player in every game that he plays. He's one of the best players in MLS, and Robbo is fucking stunting his development even more he's like i don't care about this guy's future i'm gonna make him fucking play left back yeah, it's just it just a left back thing it's really crazy really gets me uh, it'll be nice that much comes back because oh, i think much could be uh could be a good player for i us. think he's gonna be a good player so i'm trying team. to be positive i think he i think he's gonna be good in the mls i really believe that i think he's got I think quality he to him he does and, and he's so got I, those lot that long shot ability we've really never had that yeah. i do think helps it backs the d off a little bit um yeah no, i i think he's gonna be good and i think ali gazal getting back to full yeah fitness. i mean he was he had a shocker but that's he's been off for, and also and sort of the whole team that whole when a game yeah. like that it's yes, really kind of hard yeah to of course of course judge anybody but yeah no i i think that uh jordy reina is uh i mean that's that's a tough one because I just don't know that he's ever gonna, you know, like they're saying he must have been hampered by some sort of injury because Robinson was saying he wasn't fit enough to play ninety minutes in that other game or even sixty minutes. Um, so he must be, have some sort of injury, but there's also obviously all the yeah, other stuff. And he just he this year he's he looks looked out of it, a, 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 like a shadow a of shadow. himself. Yeah. Just he doesn't even look happy on the pit, you know. Like and, last and there was year, one, I felt and like there was he one was really play, engaged and really, you know. Um, in the not last game, but the game before, there was one the the most, last home game. Yeah, there was one play where he stopped running for the ball, and everybody at once, collectively on the field, a bunch of them started. Come on, let's. What do you do? You know, like it was. It was crazy to see. Like it was like it made it clear that he doesn't work hard. It made it clear to me that like th- there's some resentment from the other players about his work ethic. Yeah. And about the way he acts around the team because they all. It, it was like they were motivating him, but they were annoyed. There was no doubt, and it was an, and right away like they just hey you gotta you gotta run for the ball, and it was noticeable. It was on the other side of the field that was noticeable for me from my seats. So, yeah, I think that he's got serious attitude. I mean, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell the type of guy he is for sure. But, oh, we got the buzzer coming here. I'm just going to have to uh, grab that food. Get the food coming in. It's all right. I mean, we're pretty much done here.
Well, no, man. I mean, we got about an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Okay, have a good night. You too, man. All right. What the heck? Huh? What? I don't know. It just seems like an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, so hopefully, sorry, I just went and got my food. I'm not sure where I cut and where I came back, but, uh, and then John was like, get this, okay? So the food comes. I've been, I work hard, right? I've been working hard all day. John, um, agree or disagree? I mean, it's like define hard, you know? Well, I've been working. I went to softball. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't really do I mean, all. you went to softball. You went 0 for 2. Yeah, it was my first game in a long time, and I didn't really get too many A-Bs. It's all right. But I didn't, didn't react. You eventually earn the coach's trust. Well, I mean, I hope that's not the kind of thing I've got myself it's involved in. It's definitely not. But, uh, <laughs> no, John, so John says, uh, I was like, hey, do you mind if I, uh, if I eat this food right now? And then he said, what, this food? And then what'd you do? Spit in it. Let's so spit in your food. So that's, uh, so now I don't have any food. And he said, we do the podcast. You don't have any food. It's still there. He said, we, well, it's, I threw it in the garbage. He said, uh, we if do I the spit on po- your food, would you throw it in the garbage? Yeah, of course. You we would do. actually? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Like if I just spit, like just one, you wouldn't just eat around it or like, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. I would. I don't have. Yeah, you're right. I, I would, have I would eat around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would like, uh, I would eat. But I wouldn't eat any part that maybe... No, I wouldn't eat it. Really? I wouldn't eat it. I mean, I would never spit in your food. But. Yeah, I know. And, and and I want you to know, certain people, if they spit in my food, I would eat it. <laughs> so I want you to know what it is about you. <laughs> Just say so you know. Touche. But, uh, so I think... That, my, that was my, good. That'd be, that was a good one. Thank you very much. Usually don't find my stuff good. We usually, usually find it bad. So that's, that's okay. nice. Yeah. But I... I um, I think that my, as I mentioned, I want the team to lose, and I'll be happy if they lose, uh, if it means uh, an end to Carl Robinson's uh, reign. We have talked about that off the air, and I think that we both agree because of, and we didn't, we sort of talked around this before, but we didn't ex- directly say this. But I think with the attitude of like the front office and the management, like that is what it's going to take. Like yeah, the, it's there's no like they, they, they have the, to go. Uh, they have to miss the playoffs. Yeah. It has to be like a spiraling out of control season. Totally, because like we said, just the way Leonard Doozy talks about, it, he's not going to go from like, "How dare you even ask me that question?" to like, "Yep, yeah, he's gone." Although you never know, he's a fucking dolt. If you ever get a chance to talk to Bob Leonard Doozy, I will say he is, and I've said this off the mics. He's truly one of the, the stupidest people I've ever talked to. In it's my life. weird that, like, you think of Canadian soccer, like, how many people have been able to make a living just off of, like, being good at soccer in Canada? Like, five? And, like, he's somehow one of them? Like, it's a weird. Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, and I know you see him in interviews and stuff, but when you're just talking to him and he doesn't have the interview prep or anything like that, and you're just speaking to the man, he is noticeably dumb noticeably dumb when you're talking to him yeah and and so i i just think that he is uh doesn't have a whole lot of a plan 
I don't. I don't think no, he don't really. Think he he really knows he what the the whole game plan is. Yeah. I don't think. I think Robinson's the same way. I think first time manager. I think he had sort of an idea of how he wanted to manage that was not based on MLS. It was no. based, as we've said before, on a different brand of football, uh, like trying to you know stop relegation or stave off reg. Uh, Let me just ask you a question because you know soccer more than I do. Do you think I've heard people float this theory before that like he's played on bad teams? His whole life. Yeah, someone said it on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe Angus. Yeah, Angus. might have been Angus. Might have been Angus Walker. City, I think it was. Was it Angus? I think it was Angus. Um, but someone had said that, that he's he's basically played, like, Wales was always bad mm-hmm. when he played for Wales. He played for Cardiff for a long time. He played for all these teams. Toronto FC when they were Toronto really bad. Toronto FC when they were terrible. Yeah. Like, he played on a lot of these teams where that was legitimately their only hope of winning was bunkering in and just hoping not to lose. Yeah, it's true. He's do, never... you, do you think that that's right? That that's I mean, it correct? Makes, it makes perfect sense Does because it? if that's the football he knows and then yeah. he's always played then it would make sense that he would gravitate towards that naturally without even you know unconsciously he would say okay in this situation how would we you know how would we want to take on this game and that would be you know in in his brain from his playing days he would think what's the best you know away from home a team that might have the the, the one that the la one bugs me so much because la is just getting lit up yeah their back line is horrible Horrible. Just getting lit up by everybody. And so that's what you got to do against... Montreal uh, uh, scored three against them in the first half. Piatti had a hat trick. Five, and then, and, and they, they lost, but... But that's... But at Atlanta, and then Atlanta the Galaxy scored how nil. many against them? Four? Uh, yeah, four. Came back four? from three nil down, scored four. And then Atlanta, five? I mean, they're just hemorrhaging goals is they're just and we're at home and we go out there and we we bunker down we yeah, sit it doesn't back. make any sense uh, and and they have carlos vela who so far is looking like one of the best players in the whole league i mean he's he's got i think six goals i mean of course he looks phenomenal i mean he came over like straight from where he came oh, from totally. spain yeah spain yeah he's, he's a great like, great player he's very good and so that's the thing you try and bunker ask down the, against ask them. the fucking white cap social media they'll yeah tell you they, they'll good, tell you how good he is they for want sure. to suck his fucking cock but that's the thing is like it's so weird that you would have to assume like okay if we're bunkering down against them like probably carlos vela is gonna score if we're trying to defend like we're not he's a player it's like yeah. when it's like when gignac came here same thing it's like you're not going to be able if you're an mls team with mls quality defending you're not going to be able to defend someone like Vela for ninety minutes, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. At, at some take, point, he's going to he's going to get a chance. And he's going to take. I mean, look at the chance he took. I mean, that was like what a quarter of a chance. Yeah. But he just managed to loop it into the top corner, like so that it, the, even on the face of it, like you have to think like, plan. well, Vela's probably going to score one or be involved in the scoring of one, maybe a nice assist or just get involved. In, you know, you have to think like we got to score two goals to win this game, and they were like, well, we'll, we'll just try and keep it nil nil, and then maybe we'll get one. And he would say that that wasn't the case. Maybe he would say, no, we, we did want to, but, but they didn't. But they I was didn't. at the game. I, mean, I was at the did. game. They did not it want was the, to. It was one of the worst games I've ever seen. I've had season tickets for five years. One of the worst games I've ever well, seen. I'm looking forward tickets. to Friday. Maybe they can do it even. Maybe they could outdo RSL? themselves. I mean, RSL's been playing really good to start the year. It was, fuck. It would be great if we got beaten fucking 10 nothing and at home to RSL. Yeah, it would be worse if it was at home. Imagine because they're booing. If it's, a, if it's at home, like field. if they lose by more than three, I'm going over to the tunnel and I'm yelling at Robbo when he comes off the field. If they lose by like two or three nil, like if they lose by now, more can, than now, what are the chances we can get a Robbo out sign into the stadium? 
I mean, I feel like pretty good. I don't so even, how do you get a sign? Because the security, I don't think they would even probably know who Robbo is, honestly. Like, BC plays security, I don't think they pay attention to the white So cats. if I did a hashtag Robbo out giant sign, I could get in with it, you think? What are the sign? Uh, I feel like if it was just like a Bristol like a Bristol board sign. I don't know if you if you had a big sign, you yeah, have I, to get it approved because they always, you have to go somewhere like okay. the Southsiders have so to they, get those all approved. Before. So I'm going to look into getting it approved and you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll tweet about it and stuff. So I'll let you know how that works. I'll see if because the, the team has to approve it uh well yeah you go to like a specific gate and they just like check like they just put a sticker on it or something so that you can bring it in oh, oh okay so i'm gonna make a sign a fairly large sign that we can lay out and i'm gonna well, yeah, i mean to... we're in the third row so oh yeah i'll come down yeah, there yeah. and we'll put it there it's yeah. in behind the it'll net. be a, we're on tv every single game so it, there's no imagine question if we got it on oh it would go on tv 100%. no but it, so getting it in is the hard part then so we're gonna we are gonna and if there's anyone that can help us with that, if anyone who's brought signs in, any Southsiders that are listening who can give us suggestions or anything like that, please do uh, tweet at us. Yeah. Um, but let's do the EPL right. yeah, FA Cup the, minute. The FA Cup minute, and then we'll uh, wrap this up. The FA Cup minute, baby. Right. Ready? Okay. So the Manchester United Red Devils only uh, live in one uh competition really uh well at a period uh so the cfa cup big match they are playing basically an away game because it's tottenham hotspur and they play their home games at webley so you know it's divided as far as supporters but still their home stadium um and the united comes out and they look terrible they look white caps-esque and they are just getting lit and they give up a goal beautiful goal beautiful build up um give up a goal go down one nil looks like you know to be honest there's no coming back uh, but then the the game, you know, completely turns uh, at that point. Uh, Wait, sorry to interrupt. I will stop the time here just okay. to relate this to the Whitecaps. Uh, so you mean when they went one nil down, they they actually started trying to score? Oh yes, yeah they they because I don't I thought changed. I thought when you go one nil down, you just keep playing the same, and in fact, you actually move your attacking players out of attacking positions. No. So you don't do that. No, no. They started attacking more and trying to get goals almost okay, so immediately. I just to what they that. did was they changed their game plan up significantly. You could tell that something wasn't working. Oh, so working. when you're losing, you so sometimes when they it's not working, it you change it. Like in the middle of the game, you mean? In the first half. Wow. Even in the so they didn't even wait till halftime. No. And, and what about subs? Did you? They, they did make some subs. Yeah, they brought like in Rashford. Half? No, but early in the in the second half. So they didn't wait till the sixty. Well, no, but minute. they got they got the goals before that oh, too. So they weren't gotcha. losing anymore. Okay, sorry. Anyway, have, time yeah. back in. Um. So yeah, Alexis Sanchez uh, scored the tying goal. Ander Herrera with the with the winner. Um, but they were just piling it on. They could have had three, four by the end of it. A well deserved victory, and now they go to the finals to play. I don't fucking know who because I. What? What do you mean? That's, it was the semifinal. You don't even know who was in the other semifinal. No idea. Well, it's one minute. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. No, I do know who's in it. I don't know who won. It's oh, okay. Chelsea versus Southampton. Oh, okay. So. No idea who won. Who? No way to know. Um, and then FIFA The Journey. Uh, I quit playing FIFA, so we don't need to do FIFA The Journey. What do you mean? Oh, is that because you lost to an inferior FIFA player? On, so anybody who knows... A, on, a, uh, on a famous game stream? Yeah, I play on the or, golf well, I don't know famous, but... It's well watched. Uh, they're Twitch partners. So yeah. I uh, I play on the Go Off Kings, and I, as you guys know, listeners, I'm a big FIFA player, and I pride yeah, you myself play all the time. Pride myself on my ability. Yeah, you, and I mean, I, you don't even have a job. I mean, that's like almost like you could almost say it is your job. Well, no, that's the amount crazy. You do it. That's crazy. I mean, I do my show. I do the not even a show. Check it out, please. Very funny. I just got on Infowars. I talked to Roger Stone. 
So that was a big get for that. Uh, but no, the uh, I was on this Go Off Kings stream and Jesse Farrar, Bronze Hammer, he's a real big internet personality, has a know your meme. So Terrible check. at FIFA. Well, not as bad as you'd think. Well, because all I heard from Stefan was that he was horrible. Well, not... And then he, and then he beat you. Not He beats Stefan all the time, so I don't know what Stefan's talking oh, okay. about. He was... The truth is, he's pretty good at video games, so he started playing for the first time ever, and Stefan had played before, and so Stefan was much better than him, but then he picked it up. He caught up. Got better, you know? So he's not a terrible player. Like, initially, I said I was going to beat him 100 to nothing. Right. And then 50 to nothing. But then when we were talking before the game, truthfully, I thought, you know, I'm not going to kill you. I thought I'll beat you three, you know, four, one or three, nothing or something. Um, but yeah, it didn't go as planned. And there was some controller issues, roster issues. Yeah, and I mean, that's classic. Uh, that's the classic things you say when you lose at video games. Well, when you're playing controller. on a tiny screen, it's not your, I was in, at Stefan's, uh, Stefan Heck uh, right. from Real Good Show. I was at his place in Hollywood playing on his rig and he's got a tiny little thing and a bullshit controller. Yeah. Is he poor? Do you know Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's poor. He must be poor. Yeah. I thought he has a great job because no, his no. apartment's very nice and it's in Hollywood yeah. in an expensive that's, part that's of town. That's what it is, though. It's all He puts it all in the apartment. doesn't have anything else. So he must be poor. That's my point. Is he, he's cash poor. The controller was a controller of a poor person. Yeah, yeah. It was a knockoff controller yeah, that you don't poor. you shouldn't use for any sort of And I don't want this to be like a blight on Stefan. Stefan's family, Yeah. Very, no problem. Very and comfortable. he has a lot of money, I know, because I've been... Do you know who his boss is? His boss is fucking Preet Bahara. Yeah, yeah, big guy. So he's the multi-millionaire so people. maybe not sharing the wealth. Well, it's his brother who owns a company, but... but Stefan has the controller of a poor person. Exactly. I think Stefan has money, but he acts like a poor person when he purchases his fucking controller. Knock off the little one that has a clear thing, you know, oh. whatever. Game yeah, something. Out, Just a... Here garbage and he's a gamer fuck off but so those roster issues rosters weren't updated we didn't even have alexis sanchez we still had mkhitaryan on on manchester united anyways it's oh mkhitaryan's not on the team anymore i don't even know that oh it's a straight swap him and alexis sanchez oh okay like or not a straight swap but it was a swap yeah oh okay i don't know that and mickey's on arsenal now he's played well for them but yeah anyways um they had a lot of those types of players they didn't really need him yeah, they well, needed more than Alexis Sanchez more yes. than they needed. Him well, I mean, Alexis Sanchez is a legitimate superstar. He hasn't played, didn't play great in this season, but I mean, he's Mkhitaryan's good, but Sanchez is another level. You know, yeah. Mkhitaryan's an eighty-five overall in FIFA. Sanchez is a ninety-one. Yeah, I mean, like Sanchez is elite. You no know, he's bringer. one of the top ten players in the world, probably. So, anyways, uh, imagine if we got someone who is like a top one thousand player in the world. I mean, it'd be nice, Vela. Like, there are those players in MLS. We just oh. don't... I mean, Atlanta has, like, four of them. A is, lot of other... T- I mean, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic yeah, plays in the league. Yeah. And we have uh, one of our uh, DPs, DPs is uh, Breck Shea. Uh, who doesn't even make our starting 11, as I tweeted. And then our other one is uh, is a guy who played in the MLS for many years as a non-DP. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Like, we had him as a not-DP. Now we're like, now, now he is a DP, hey? Now yeah, because he he's, he's got good at MLS. But he has gotten a bit better, but I mean... Yeah, he's not. He's he's pretty much plateaued. He's, you yeah. know, he's at his prime. So. Big goal for Costa Rica, though. Oh, pays the plays bills. wonderful at the international. He's a great player. He's a good player. Yeah, I course, love having him, but I, I would... But especially at the MLS level, you probably don't want your DPs to be defenders. I mean, yeah. you, just don't, you just don't want that. Yeah, I think you want creative players, yeah. probably, and we do not have enough creative One players. One thing you can always think of, though, is that one of Colorado's DPs is a goalie, and he's not that good. 
Well, Colorado has a <laughs> yeah. real mess on their hands. Yes, they do, but it's Colorado still sometimes fun to think team. about that. Colorado should move their team to uh, Columbus. <laughs> All right, well, fuck the Whitecaps. See you guys uh, later. Robo tank out. Tank it. Robo out. Leonard Juzzi out. We're going to try to get the sign in. And other than that, we're never, we'll never probably do another podcast. So fuck Yeah, off. so thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. No one knows what it's like to be a cat's fan. 27% possession. Podcasts FC. And no one knows what it's like to do a podcast when no one listens. Podcasts FC.